Hello. If you are listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through When the world is dark and boring Let us do your Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this is the podcast. We sound a little different, Josh, this week. Yeah, I'm trying not to sound uh, echoey because I'm recording in a hotel room. And I see you gave it away. That's not going to be the best. You gave it away. I was going to suggest to people that we had just decided to start recording this in a tin can together, but uh, <laughs> but but no, uh, you were in a hotel room, and I am back. I'm actually in the studio, but I'm not even using the studio equipment. I'm just using it for a quiet room where my babies are not. So uh, we are recording this uh, apart for the first time, and I know people who have listened to this show for a long time, Josh, are going to give us grief for this episode, especially because early on I ranted and raved against phone call podcasts and podcasts that use phone calls and how it's not perfect audio, but. But I think this audio is going to be pretty good. Right. Well, here's here's uh, here's the deal. Obviously, this is not ideal. Um, and we've actually have been pretty happy that we've never had to do this. But um, if you listen regularly, then you know that lately we've had to miss several weeks. Uh, it's just busy times for us. Um, so we have decided that to help keep us on track every week. Um, you know, if we can't meet up at the studio like we normally would, we're going to put out uh, these episodes recorded with Ringer. Yeah. So, and I'm just glad that there's a tool out there that that can let us do this. Uh, and it, again, the audio is is way better than a regular phone call would be. It's way better than if I was just recording, you know, uh, you on Skype or something like that. So, um, hopefully, you don't mind the audio quality too much. You'll stick with us. We're still going to use the snippets of the shows that we're reviewing, et cetera, et cetera. But at least for this episode and our bonus episode that's coming this week, and then again, as as Josh said, when we need it, we'll fill in with one of these. But what are we reviewing this week, Josh? Guitar God Secrets. That's right. Guitar God Secrets. And the website you can find it is guitargodsecrets.com. We are in the middle of our series of reviews where we discuss all the different genres of shows that are mentioned in our theme song. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? A show on astral projection, the history of art. Uh, do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Well, leave it up to Joel and Josh. So here we are. Uh, we've still got the learn a language to get to. That's going to be our next regular review episode. But this week we're going to be talking about Guitar God Secrets. Uh, and again, you can find them at guitargodsecrets.com. They've got quite a few episodes up there, and it's not just a podcast, Josh. I don't know if you went to the website. Did you check it out? Oh, it's a podcast. It's a website. He's got um, like an email newsletter, uh, YouTube videos. 
Yeah, he he covers the gamut. So it's a lot. It's in many ways, it's like the astral projection podcast that we talked about last week uh, with Ali Wiley. Which, by the way, we got some feedback from Ali Wiley. We're going to get to this this episode. Um, but like that show, it's not just the podcast. The podcast is one way to broadcast this message that uh, these guys are trying to get out, and that's uh, how to help people, you know, get ahead in the guitar world. Everybody's out there trying to learn how to play the guitar. I don't know about you, Josh, but I, I have. Uh, piddled at the guitar once or twice in my life. What about you? You ever picked up the uh, the old six string? Oh, dude, no. I am I am not musically inclined in the least. I wish I were. I would love to be able to play an instrument. Uh, I'm just not built that way. <laughs> so on on pod on pod, we break a show down by talking about the audio quality, the host likability, the content itself, the production values. Then we tell you some of our favorite moments, and we tell you whether or not we're going to suggest the show to you and to others, uh, dependent upon, of course, your interests. Well, let's get right into it and talk about the content. Um, first of all, this show is a little bit hard to classify, other than to say it is about learning the guitar, because from episode to episode, the content differs pretty wildly. Yeah, it wasn't so. It wasn't what I expected, to be honest. Think about what you're doing. Think about how it connects to the rest of the song. Activate all the parts of your brain that you possibly can. Activate all your senses as much as you can, from your touch to your 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 hearing and your eyesight. You can't really engage your your smell and your taste, so let's leave those to the side for the moment. Uh, did you did you expect like a just a very straightforward? Here's lesson one. Here's lesson two. Kind of thing. Um, no, I thought it would be a little more, I didn't think that it would be for beginners. I thought that it would be more for uh, a person who kind of already knows the basics. And so that part's kind of right. Um, if you're a beginner, I just, I don't think that the podcast is for you. Some of the videos may be, uh, but the podcast, I don't think you're going to get a whole lot out of it. I, here's the, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. I, I think you're, I think you are on to something and it's not nothing that I heard. And I listened to several episodes. We'll get to the full list of those in a minute, but nothing that I heard on the show made me think, boy, if I, and first of all, I didn't have a guitar in my hands. I wasn't actively trying to learn while we're listening to this show and reviewing it, but there was nothing that I heard that I thought that right there, that's the little bit of information that I never got before. That's the secret that could break it through to me and make it all make sense. But on the flip side, I'm one of these guys that I don't like to read the instruction manual. You know, when I get a new toy, when I get, when I start a new uh, video game, when I when I get a new piece of computer technology or something, I never look at the instruction manual. I want to dive right in with both feet. And then one of the ways that I sort of play catch up after the fact, after I've sort of figured out some things and and found some holes too, is I like to get into a forum. And a lot of this podcast and then the website in a broader sense, when I looked through it, it, it felt to me like the kind of thing. I like this guy's attitude. I like the style that it's presented in. And I thought you and I will, 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 uh, you, we're not going to agree on that. We're, we're going to differ on that. All right. But, but I thought, Hey, this is a guy that might interest me. Like if I knew that I was going to buckle down and say, this year is the year that I learned to play the guitar. Uh, this podcast might be one of the tools in my, uh, you know, tool bag that I use to help me along that path. If you're already into um, playing guitar and, and you're like this guitar kind of junkie, I think there's some great stuff in it for that type of person. But to learn how to play, not so much. 
Well, okay, okay, right there. That's I'll give you a g- couple of good examples here while we're talking about like the varied content. So there, there are uh, episodes that are very much focused on practice or like even like specific techniques for practice scales. Um, one of the ones I listened to is episode fourteen, which is the pentatonic penetration is the name of the episode, and and it's all about this particular little. Um, uh, I, I guess it's called a scale. It's a, it's a it's a practice method. You know, hey, this is a little pattern that you can work on and increase your skills, and then even incorporate it at some point into your music in a certain way. Uh, then there's other episodes, which I, I thought one that I really enjoyed a lot was uh, episode 19, um, Guitar Gear and Guitar Apps. And then there was one more cheap guitars. I can't remember the, which. Here we go. Yeah, episode scale, 18. It was scale, episode 18, Scale and Cheap Guitars. Yes, Scale Shredding and Cheap Guitars. He talked a lot about different ways to use things like eBay and Amazon and local shops to both, so you get a feel of what you want, and then you also get a good deal on that. And he talked a lot about secondhand guitars. These are things that I didn't know. I mean, the one the one time that I got serious about guitar in my entire life, I went out and spent like four hundred dollars on this guitar that looked great, but it wasn't broken in at all. And the fact that I was wasn't going to commit to the art form long term makes that one of those purchases that you look back on in hindsight and go, "Boy, that's a total waste." Whereas if I had spent you know two hundred dollars on a used guitar. Uh, not only would it have life and character and and uh, whatever, but I also wouldn't have wasted quite so much money. I could have probably gotten my money back or most of it. Anyway, uh, good advice there, even if you're not particularly inter- particularly interested in the nuts and bolts of the playing itself. I think there's some just some interesting side stuff about the business of being a guitarist or or the hobby of of playing guitar. All right. Okay. Let's move on to production values. How does he put the show together? What did you think of the theme song in particular? Fitting, I suppose, for a for a guitar show. Oh yeah, well, he, well so he, here's also the other thing is like um this this uh this guy's very like super focused in um in in metal, right? Like he likes to shred. That's not for everybody. But it informs a lot of what he talks about. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think he covers some other uh, genres of music, but yeah. But knowing that, that knowing that he's a metal guy, like his theme song, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Carlos GGS, GuitarGodSecrets.com, and I want to welcome you to what is going to be hopefully the start of something pretty fantastic. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well, yes, I do think it, it prepares you for the styles of music that it's likely that he's going to introduce you to. Uh, but also, anytime I think about like a showy guitarist, I sort of think of like a metal or metal based, at least, you know. What about the uh, what about the audio quality, Josh? He's got a good recording setup. Yeah, no. I, well, he should. I mean, so um, he should have a good recording setup because um, like he talks about he talks about his guitar setup a lot. In several episodes, uh, and in fact, in like I was listening to episode one, and um, he talks about gear for like the first thirteen minutes or so, and then he catches himself and he says, "All right, well, now that I've wasted your time talking about a lot of gear and junk, what we really want to talk about is uh, the D tuna." <laughs> like thirteen minutes into it, <laughs> he gets he gets a little caught up. Yeah, he he's one of those types of guys. Like he gets, he, I think he really enjoys like the minutia of it all. So that type of person, I would expect uh, to also put that kind of 
time and forethought in, in their recording. Uh, everything I heard was super, super consistent, though. Even And I especially yeah. liked, if you take it back to um, the episode 18, the scale shredding, and then again in the, the episode 14, pentatonic uh, penetration. In both of those episodes, he, he's sort of talking you through it and then playing it as well. Well, see, but so, so how many, epi- let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How many episodes did you listen to? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I've listened to six total. Okay. I've listened to four and it took to the fourth episode for me actually to hear him playing something and talking you through it. It's the only episode I heard it in. Oh, really? No, I heard yeah. it in a, I heard it in at least two of the six. I'm thinking I heard it in three of the six episodes. There was some playing, but the, what I was going to say was the, the mixing of that is done really well. And I've heard other people do that before, whether it's on video or, um, audio, and it's not an easy thing to do. You think it, it would be fairly simple, but it is very difficult to, to, make it seem seamless as if, uh, and I mean, he may be playing and recording both of them live, but the editing uh, makes it more difficult than it might f- seem at first. If you're not into audio production, it might not be obvious that that's a difficult thing to do. But I was impressed when I heard him do that. I was like, oh, that all sounded really good. I like that. Right on. All right. So the, technically I was impressed by the uh, the production of the show a little bit. So we talked about the audio quality. We talked about the production values. We talked about the content. What about the host likability, Josh? Uh, I, I said I, I enjoyed him. I thought he, he's got a, a pretty cool attitude. I generally... See, I don't agree, man. You didn't think you... You didn't feel so... During one episode, he talks about like, you know, some people get into playing guitar because it's it's an ego stroke. Um, and, and there was, there was a, there was a kind of through line of the episodes that I listened to of this like cockiness that was there. Uh, in fact, uh, and this sums it up perfectly, uh, in episode three, uh, like toward the end, he literally says, guitarists have been waiting for hundreds of years, uh, to learn from me. And you're like, oh, he's kind of, he's he's joking. And then he literally follows it up with, I'm only kind of joking. <laughs> so there you go. I've wasted about 15 minutes of your time talking about guitar crap. What am I going to talk about that's going to be interesting to you? <laughs> but look, I think that is inherent in being a guitarist. I think there's a little bit of hubris that's necessary to be someone who wants to teach other people how to do a thing, too. I don't but- agree with you at all. Really? Any of that. Yes, you think you think it's you think it's humility that says that makes you say, "Oh, you know what? I know how to do this so well. I should teach other people." No, but it could be uh, altruism that gets you to do that. Like it doesn't have to be cockiness. All right, all right, all right. Like to Fair say that enough. that's the only thing that drives somebody to teach. Like think about some of your some of your favorite professors, right? Like they may be confident. But they don't go around. I mean, come on. The guy names his podcast and website Guitar God Secrets. <laughs> so, like, that should have been the first. Like, I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. All right. Uh, so, so that's we've broken the show down for you. That's the way that we do it. We uh, talk about the audio quality, the host likability, production values, and the content. Uh, what about your, your favorite moment, Josh? Do you have a favorite moment on the show? I did. I do have a favorite moment. Um, in, uh, I believe it's episode 18, uh, whenever he's talking about, uh, cheap guitars. Yes. He, he mentions that one of his first guitars he bought from a friend that he knew was selling hot guitars. Yeah. 
He bought like a lot of stuff guitar- from that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was cheap, probably because it was stolen. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny too. Uh, in that same episode, um, right at the very end of it, he's talking. He's he's sort of giving it like his wrap up to the to the uh, his thoughts about gear in particular. And he's, you know, he's just telling you, hey, just get started. It's sort of like you and I have talked to people about thinking about doing a podcast. Don't stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about all the things that are holding you back. Just just get on the mic and start talking with one of your friends about something that you love. You know, uh, he was saying the same thing. Just just get a cheap guitar. Get out there. Start learning it. Learn your favorite song. Start playing. Start getting better. Start building the the hobby and the passion and potential career that you want to have. And, and uh, he says, get a cheap guitar. Use it for what it's worth. And then he cautions himself. He's like, you know, don't, don't destroy it. Don't be one of those guys. And then he talks about how like Jimi Hendrix would burn his or uh, uh, Pete Townsend would, you know, destroy it on the stage and, and how it always broke his heart. I love that so much because it always killed me too to watch somebody uh, tear up a guitar. I always felt like there's some poor kid somewhere that can't even struggle to buy any guitar and you could just give him that one. Why don't you? Like, wouldn't that may make a, a more rock and roll ending to the show? <laughs> Use it for what it's there for. I wouldn't say go take it on the stage and smash it over an amp. I always kind of cringed when I saw Jimmy lighting them on fire and, and Pete Townsend smashing them. There's still something very sacred about a good guitar or any guitar that we play because when you play it, you're giving it a little bit of your soul. Uh, so it sounds like episode 18 was probably both of our favorites. Yeah, uh, the six that I listened to, it was. I, but I think that has, I think that has more to do with the fact that you and I neither one are that musically inclined or neither one of us play an instrument. Right. So, so I think so in that one, in that one, you got a little bit of, you got a little bit of both. Like in that episode, he does do some scale work and he, and he, and he shows you uh, some nifty ways or, or new ways to do it. And that's cool. Uh, and then he also gets some gear talk in there. Uh, and it was kind of the only episode structured like that of the four I listened to. And it was my favorite. So I think if, if he can kind of take that structure and and kind of apply it to to his recordings. I think that would go a lot a, a long way. Uh, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I think that's. I, I I think you're right. I think you do need the mix. It's hard, especially for a new listener. If you get addicted to a show, I don't think you really care the way that it's formatted. You you just get into the grind, and it all makes sense to you. But if you're not um, if you're not already along for the ride, sometimes it's it's much better. Um, to do the same thing, to be consistent and give you a little taste of all of the things that you're going to offer. And that'll make it more appealing for a listener week to week. Um, or I say week to week. How often does this show come out, Josh? It's, it's not exactly regular. I'm seeing six days between episodes, um, and then eight days between episodes, but about once a week. And most of the episodes are under the 20 minute mark. 25 minutes, I think is the, no, I don't see a single one as long as 25 minutes. 21 is the longest that I've got here. So um, I would say that it's more regular than our show. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I don't know about that. We've been doing it longer. Let's see how he does when he gets up into the sixties. All right. You got anything else to add on this one, Josh? No, it's I'm, I'm good. All right, let's uh, get then to uh, whether or not we're going to suggest this to others. We we used to rate shows. We don't do that because, frankly, I don't think that much good comes out of it, given it an arbitrary number. What does that mean? We've explained what we think about the show and, and the parts that we like and the parts that we don't like. Now we're going to tell you whether we're going to suggest it to other people. Josh, you got anybody in mind that this show might be for? Nope. <laughs> no, no suggestions for you, huh? Not a one. 
All right, then. Uh, I, I do have a couple of people in particular that I thought, hey, this is one of those shows that I might suggest to them. And maybe this isn't the eventual show that they think is their favorite show, but people who are... Um, <laughs> guitar inclined in particular people that are really into uh the metal scene i think this might be the kind of thing if they're not into other podcasts it might be at least one in my tool bag that i can suggest to them hey i know about this show and then from there they might find something that is more particular to their their taste so i i, I am going to say that i'll suggest it well i'm glad one of us will Okay, and that's another review in the bag for Guitar God Secrets. You can find them at guitargodsecrets.com. Josh, uh, before we get to listener mail, uh, I want to say a big thank you to our buddy uh, Michael Davis at Railway Coffee uh, for not only sponsoring this episode, but also for sending us with some goodies to take to Podcast Movement. You and I are on the road this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to Fort Worth for the Podcast Movement Conference uh, 2015. Uh, more than a 1,000 podcasters will be in attendance, and some of the biggest names will be there. And we are going to be representing Railway Coffee with some uh, some free, free samples for uh, some of our buddies and some of the uh, bigwigs that we hope to woo into helping us uh, become uh, rich and famous, of course. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're going to do that because we've got the freshest – and some of the best tasting coffee that I've ever had. I don't know about you, Josh, but this stuff is delicious. Railwaycoffee.com is the place that you need to go. Railwaycoffee.com slash shop. You can find links in our show notes for this episode as well. Uh, but Railway Coffee is fresh roasted coffee mailed right to you wherever you are. Yeah, like the literally the day that it's roasted. Yeah, they they roast it and then put it in the mail. It's just like that. I, I didn't realize this before we started talking to to Michael and his wife, the the folks behind Railway Coffee. But the minute that you roast your coffee, it's sort of a ticking time bomb. Like the freshness of that coffee, the the total flavor potential begins to wane. Yep. <laughs> You got to leave me hanging there. I, you always have a, an interesting uh, uh, additive at this moment. Well, you, you started out real strong with that, but I, I do want to say that having, like, it's not necessarily great to uh, roast coffee, then grind it, then drink it. It really needs about eight hours to rest, which works out perfectly because that's gonna that's gonna happen while it's being mailed. So when it reaches you. Is literally when it is perfect. All right, so so I not exactly a ticking time bomb from the moment you roast it, but the the point is uh, notwithstanding. How long's the coffee at the grocery store been sitting on the shelf? Months. Exactly, exactly. So uh, don't buy that coffee. Do yourself uh, a favor. Do us a favor. Do Railway Coffee a favor. Check out railwaycoffee.com. They'll ship all over the United States and uh, tell them that we sent you. Use the promo code POP and you'll get 10% off your first order from Railway Coffee. All right, Josh, let's get to listener mail. Ooh. All right, so I, I said that we had feedback from Allie Wiley, and we do. Allie Wiley, the host of the astrological, uh, excuse me, the Astral Projection podcast that we reviewed last week, Did uh, she, and she uh, email in to say that I'm a closed-minded twit. Because I am. <laughs> not exactly, not exactly. Uh, she she talked back to us on our Facebook page. Actually, uh, she said, 
uh, let's see. Thank you for reviewing my podcast. I appreciate the constructive criticism. The podcast was born of a need to gather information about astral projection and make it available to as many people as possible. I read a lot of, I read a lot of stuff on my podcast as I approach various people in the field and ask their permission to reproduce their work so people can make their own judgments about the material. I have also conducted interviews. The last episode was the first chapter of a best-selling, up, uh, best-selling book in this area called Astral Dynamics by Robert Bruce. Hence the jargon. It is a very in-depth book about the whole subject. It is really a labor of love, converting it to audio in the best way that I can. My podcast is amateur, but that does not stop me from presenting the information. It is not an easy subject to talk about, and it needs courage to stand up and put yourself out there. I am often ridiculed and have been accused of a lot more than producing BS spirit mumbo-jumbo. Lol. (laughs) Uh, I hope anyone listening to your show who experiences astral projection isn't put off by the more flippant comments. I didn't realize my last episode was back in December. Doesn't time fly? So thanks for reminding me. I have recorded another one today. Oh, right. Uh, on. So Good this is her. yeah, this is not a defunct yeah. podcast. It's just it's just not her main effort, and so it, it sometimes gets sidelined for the other things that she's doing for our website. Uh, but there there's a there's another one in the in the hopper, so to speak. Um, Astro projection is becoming a popular area of investigation. My podcast has nearly 60,000 unique downloads. Not bad for a monotone amateur, a mic, and a laptop. At least now, if you guys ever find yourself floating above your body, you know where to come for advice. By the way, I'm English. Uh, I thought oh, that was right wonderful. What, what, what great yeah. feedback from Allie. And, and a good sport, too. Yeah, 100%. Like, like uh, we definitely... So, whenever you put yourself out there, yeah, you're putting yourself out there uh, to be ridiculed. We definitely know what that's like. Oh God, um, yes. <laughs> but but I will say, like, you know, trying to trying to 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 put out there and say, like, you know, I reach out to these authors to read and put this information out there for listeners to um to uh, come to their own conclusion. Right, but if you're not going to read it and put it out there, if you if you don't. Uh, if you don't support it, right? Yes, yes. No, I mean, I'm yes. Allie obviously is a is a believer and uh, a practitioner. I mean, she talks about personal experiences as well. So, so no, but but uh, you know, different strokes, different folks. That's that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Thank you, Allie. Hey, and we love the fact that you're still podcasting. I'm so glad to hear that that that's an active show. So hopefully, uh, we might send a, a few listeners your way and. She mentions in there, I didn't really think about it at the time, but she's right. Hopefully we don't have uh, somebody in our audience who um, has experienced out-of-body experiences and, and you know, is put off by the fact that uh, that you in particular were, were a little dismissive. I don't, what, who care, I don't care if they're put <laughs> off. Are you kidding me? Like, you're, uh, oh, man. All, all I'm saying is the if if everyone interested in that kind of stuff would put their efforts more into, I don't know, neuroscience or anything of that nature and actually figure out why these things are happening would be much more beneficial to the to the human population as a whole than saying, watch out for those uh, those astral plane beings that are going to tell you what you're going to do with your life. Uh, along along that line, uh, I've got a little support for you, too. Here, here was an email. This comes so from here's the thing is, I know I came off. I, I, I realized what I just said came off a little hard. I've been traveling. I'm a little grumpy. I have I have a terrible headache right now. Don't, so don't walk I'm it back. Sorry. Don't don't walk it back. You be who you are. Uh, here's uh, an email from Clint. 
Okay, he says, I always thought Josh was the illogical one, but his remarks regarding the Astral Projection podcast were logical, uncompromising, and to the point. He effectively debunked it without directly referring to the scientific method, James Randi's unclaimed uh, $1 million paranormal challenge, or any other artifact from the overwhelming body of evidence against paranormal woo. Sure, Josh is annoying, but so is reality sometimes. <laughs> here's, here's what I love, man. I love the backhanded nature of that uh, of that email because it's like, look, guys, we can all agree, Josh is an idiot. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even an idiot can see the 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 smoke and mirrors that this is. Even even a broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that that's our uh, listener feedback. If you've got feedback for us, find us on Twitter, uh, at Pod on Pod, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pod on Pod, or email us, Pod on Pod, at teamprocreate.com. Speaking of those places, if you are a podcaster and you're going to be at Podcast Movement, make sure that we know you're going to be there. We'd love to see you. We'd love to shake your hand. We'd love to say hello, unless we've reviewed your show unfavorably, in which case we don't want to see you. <laughs> no, I'll right? see you people. <laughs> okay, okay. Josh wants to see you. I want to hide and act like I don't know who you are. Uh, no, not really. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting. I've told several people now, I am very much looking forward to meeting all of the voices in my head. So I can't wait. We're, we're excited about the weekend. Uh, so excited, in fact, that we've got another episode coming for you this week. So stay tuned. Friday, as Josh and I are headed out of town with uh, both of our uh, lovely wives, uh, you guys will get another episode where we just give you our little preview of Podcast Movement. So until then, um, we have been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this has been the podcast. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.